The following information is intended for educational purposes only. It is not medical advice. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of a rude awakening international nor this broadcaster. Should you choose to implement this information, please do so only with the assistance of a licensed medical professional. Neither the presenter, a rude awakening international, nor this broadcaster assume any responsibility for any adverse effects or consequences that may result. Just because you have heart disease in your family doesn't mean you're going to get it one day. In fact, two significant studies with thousands of participants concluded that diet and lifestyle have a greater impact on whether one will develop cardiovascular disease than being genetically predisposed. Today, we're going to talk about how to control your own heart health destiny with our guest, New York Times best-selling author of the book, How Not to Die, Dr. Michael Greger, who's about to give you a health awakening. Welcome to The Health Awakening. I'm your host, Scott Laird. The vast majority of premature deaths can be prevented through simple changes in diet and lifestyle. That is the wording on an advertisement for a book called How Not to Die, written by our guest today, Dr. Michael Greger. Dr. Greger is a physician and New York Times best-selling author. He does the health research for you, producing free daily videos and articles on his website, nutritionfacts.org. I get his emails myself. And all proceeds from his books, DVDs, and speaking go to charity. Dr. Greger, welcome to The Health Awakening. Thank you so much for having me. I see you're on a you're on a treadmill. Are you joining us from home today? I am indeed. I have a treadmill desk. I end up walking about 17 miles a day. <laughs> wow, that's spectacular. I know. I see you uh, walking on some of your videos online. Yeah, well, I try to walk the talk. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's get right down to it. Speaking of walking the talk, what role does diet play in a healthy heart? Oh, I mean, diet is the single most important determinant of our lifespan and health span. Uh, the Global Burden of Disease Study, the largest study of risk factors to date, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, found that the number one cause of death in the United States is our diet. Number one cause of disability in the United States, our diet now bumping smoking to number two. Tobacco now only kills about a half million Americans every year, whereas our diet kills hundreds of thousands more. And disease-wise, number one killer of men and women is heart disease. And so that's why diet is so critically important. But the good news is we have tremendous power over our health, destiny, and longevity. The vast majority of premature death and disability is preventable with a plant-based diet and other healthy lifestyle behaviors. Now, I know that that's probably news to a lot of people. You know, it's, especially when there's so much conflicting information out there. For example, you know, there's a lot of information out there that says it doesn't matter. So, you know, how is it that those eating a whole foods plant-based diet can have the same heart disease risk as meat eaters? What are we missing in this equation? They don't have the same risk. In fact, uh, a whole food plant-based diet can reverse heart disease, not just prevent it, slow it down, and stop it in its tracks, but actually reverse heart disease. We've known this 
Since July 23, 1990, with a publication in the world's most prestigious medical journal, The Lancet, by Dr. Dean Ornish of his famous lifestyle heart trial, proven with something called quantitative angiography that indeed heart disease could be reversed without drugs, without surgery, just a healthy plant-based diet and other uh, lifestyle behaviors. And so since then, so we basically, we have the cure. We've had it for decades, yet hundreds of thousands of people continue to die of this preventable, treatable, reversible condition, but we have to take our, you know, our health into our own hands. We have to take responsibility and we have to stop smoking. We have to start eating healthier. Uh, it's really a matter of life or death. Now I see, I know that sounds probably uh, impossible to some of our viewers. How does that work by just switching your diet? What is happening in the body that, that allows the body to reverse itself of a disease like heart disease? So it, it affects, diet affects both the structure and function of our arteries. So if you give it enough time, you can actually see, uh, you can do what's called angiography. Basically, you uh, inject a dye and you can take x-rays and you actually see the blood pumping through the arteries that feed your heart, the so-called coronary arteries. And it's when those arteries get narrowed down that you can suffer a heart attack or sudden cardiac death, where your first symptom is essentially your last. Um, and so if you can see within a few months of eating healthy that you can that lumen, the inside of the artery, can actually open up. You can actually improve blood flow, open up, uh, reversing heart disease, allowing more blood to flow to the heart muscle itself. But it doesn't take that long to feel better. Within weeks, you can get a reversal in angina, that, that crushing chest pain you get when you have inadequate blood flow to the heart muscle itself. And so that's too early to actually clean out some of that, that cholesterol-laden plaque. What's going on? We think it's actually improving the function of arteries. You can do these, these, uh, these uh, fancy uh, heart scans. You actually see an improvement in the heart function itself within weeks of eating healthier. We think uh, that may be uh, a, uh, an effect of the nitrates and vegetables, particularly dark green leafy vegetables, can actually improve some of the, uh, the signaling to our arteries to, to dilate easier, to relax, to open up, allow more blood to flow. So both the structure and function of our arteries can be improved. The anti-inflammatory effects, the antioxidant effects, and the cholesterol-lowering effects is what may be behind that, re that dramatic reversal in the number one killer of men and women. Now, how did you start off your medical career? Did you start off wanting to know this stuff right off the bat, or, or what was the defining moment for you? Oh, you know, it was actually uh, when I was a kid. It's my grandma, actually. You know, I think uh, the spark for many kids who want to become a doctor when they grow up is seeing a grandparent to get sick or even die. But for me, it was watching my grandma get better. Uh, she was, I was just a kid when she was diagnosed with uh, end-stage heart disease. Uh, confined in a wheelchair, crushing chest pain. Her life was over at age 65. Uh, but then she heard about this guy, Nathan Pritikin, one of our early lifestyle medicine pioneers, and became one of his early success stories. He's actually featured in Pritikin's biography. It talks about Frances Greger, my grandmother. They wheeled her in. A few weeks later, she was walking 10 miles a day. Thanks to a healthy diet, it was able to enjoy another 31 years on this earth till age 96 to enjoy her six grandkids, including me. I mean, that is what, you know, uh, inspired me to go into medicine and to practice the type of medicine I practice today, lifestyle medicine, uh, to prevent, arrest, and even reverse some of our leading killer chronic disease. So you've been doing this right from the beginning then? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why I went into medical school. I mean, I looked around and said, wait a second. We have the cure to our number one killer, yet uh, doctors don't seem to know about the ability of diet and lifestyle to reverse some of our uh, leading killer conditions, not only heart disease, but type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure. And so yet, wait a second, if the cure to our number one killer can get lost down some rabbit hole and ignored, what else might there be in the medical literature that could help my patients but just didn't have a corporate budget driving its promotion? Well, I made it my life's mission to find out. That's why I started the website nutritionfacts.org, and that's why I wrote the book How Not to Die. Amazing. Well, we're going to go down that rabbit hole uh, <laughs> in more in depth in just a couple of minutes here. We're talking with New York Times bestselling author Dr. Michael Greger about the role of a plant-based diet and heart health. We have to take a short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Michael Rood's Message of Truth is broadcast all over the world, but none of it happens without the monthly financial support of our Ambassador Club members. And right now, membership has more benefits than ever. I'm giving into a ministry that is helping to feed other people that have the same hunger that I do. The Ambassador Club stands out to me because Michael brings it forth with such zeal and life and truth. Who in the world else you gonna give to to get the truth out and to share it with the world? The Ambassador Club, we were given the opportunity on a monthly basis to know that we are giving our funds to a purpose that would make a difference, not only in our lives, but those around about us and in our world. We're an ambassador because we, we feel like we're helping the world in a small way. And we feel so blessed that we could be a part of that. Join now and Michael Rood will send you the Ambassador Club Welcome Kit an exclusive messenger bag stocked with teaching DVDs, Red Sea crossing cards to spread the word, and more. You'll also receive ambassador-only bonus gifts whenever you make a separate donation to receive the monthly love gift from Arud Awakening International. Best of all, you'll get ambassador-only sale prices in our online bookstore several times throughout the year. Plus, exclusive invitations to Ambassador Club functions at a Rude Awakening events. Join the Ambassador Club right now. All it takes is a modest commitment of $100 per month or an annual gift of $1,200. We'll send your welcome kit right away and you can start enjoying your love gift bonus items immediately. Call now or visit the Arude Awakening website to join the Ambassador Club. And welcome back to the Health Awakening. We are speaking with Dr. Michael Greger about the role of a plant-based diet and heart health. Uh, Dr. Greger's been doing this for his entire career, unlike some doc doctors who start off uh, with normal medical practice and then discover that something is wrong with what they're doing. He's known all along. So doctor, we figure out uh, what better uh, person than you to ask about this question. Uh, what about oils? You know, obviously we need fats, but what should we be doing and what should we not be doing when it comes to oils? 
Well, I mean, uh, you know, it's like asking a question, uh, is, 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 you know, car, carbohydrates good or bad? Is fat good or bad? Well, it depends the source. So oil, this is a processed food, right? And so you start out with something uh, like a walnut, and you throw most of the nutrition away, throw out all the fiber, all the water-soluble nutrients, and you're left with walnut oil, for example. It has some vitamin E, some of the, you know, uh, fat-soluble vitamins. But you basically throw away all that nutrition. It's like taking a beet a sugar beet, removing all the nutrition, and you're left with table sugar, right? I mean, it's like, well, the beet was good, but the, the processed food, when you strip out all the nutrition, not so good. Same thing with oil. So, I mean, oil is kind of the, the table sugar of the fat kingdom, basically. And so, ideally, we should eat whole foods, whole plant foods. I mean, the healthiest foods, all one has to do is, is a crack open Genesis, and you'll see, I mean, the healthiest foods are whole plant foods, fruits, vegetables legumes, whole grains, you know, mushrooms, herbs and spices, basically real food that grows out of the ground. These are our healthiest choices, so we should cut down our intake of meat, eggs, dairy and junk food, this processed junk food, and try to limit it as much as possible. Now, you mentioned uh, Genesis. Uh, that's actually something we promote here at The Health Awakening, is that, you know, the very first commandment given to man from God was how to eat, and it was all plant-based food. It was, you know, don't go chase down that gazelle and kill it and eat it, roast it over a fire. <laughs> it was eat what comes from the ground. So that should be pretty obvious to us. In fact, I mean, the first randomized controlled nutrition study published in the Bible with Daniel, right? And the king, what, would, right? <laughs> what was the, what were the healthiest foods, right? I mean, so yes, we can, uh, there's uh, one, you know, my, I, I, I pride myself on all the new cutting-edge research I can bring to people for in the in the medical literature, but we've known about this for millennia. Um, it's just a matter of putting it into practice. Unfortunately, you know, we'll never see an ad for sweet potatoes on the Super Bowl, um, uh, and that's because the, there's no profit to be made. These aren't branded products. I mean, even the broccoli lobby isn't going to pay for an ad for broccoli because you buy a competitor's broccoli. I mean, there's just no money to be made. That's why we hear about the latest drugs, the latest surgical techniques. There's press release sent it out. Often the research isn't even done on these healthy foods because there isn't money to be made. Unfortunately, it's just a, a problem with the system. But, you know, we don't have to wait um, for society to catch up to the science we've known forever, we can take responsibility for our own health, for our family's health, and start eating and living healthier today. You know, it's interesting, you mentioned the story of Daniel. A lot of people forget that after that uh, so-called Daniel diet, some people treat that as a cleanse, but if you read on in that, that story, Daniel continued to eat that diet. He did not stop. He continued all the way through his, uh, his time with the king, and obviously he was eating a lot of fiber there, uh, which brings us to our next question. What does fiber do exactly for heart health? You know, when people think fiber, they tend to think of it just kind of intestinal regularity. But actually, we're now realizing that the key to fiber is the fact that uh, the thought is that fiber is something that you can't digest. Well, we can't digest it, but the good gut bacteria in our colon can digest it. That's what they eat. They eat fiber and resistant starch, which are only found in plant foods, only found in unrefined plant foods in quantity. And our good bacteria eat that fiber. And what they release, the byproducts of that digestion, are these amazing, what are called short-chain fatty acids like butyrate and propionate that are then absorbed back in the system. We feed them with fiber, they feed us right back, and these compounds then circulate throughout our bodies and have beneficial effects, uh, beneficial metabolic effects, um, uh, and uh, also can pull, pull cholesterol out of our body. 
Um, and so that's why eating fiber-containing foods, particularly soluble fiber, um, uh, so we're talking foods like, uh, particularly some of the slimy foods like oatmeal, okra, uh, eggplant, lots of soluble fiber packed, and actually can pull cholesterol out of our system. Ideally, we should get our total cholesterol down under 150, our LDL, so-called bad cholesterol, down to under 70, essentially making us heart attack proof. Um, and the only way we're going to do that is to not, first of all, eat things that increase our cholesterol, like trans fats, saturated fats, and dietary cholesterol, and then eat lots of things that pull cholesterol out of our body, actively draw our cholesterol down, such as foods that contain lots of fiber. Speaking of fiber, how do you feel about supplementing with like a ground uh, flaxseed fiber? Is that also a good thing to do? Oh, now, when we're talking about flaxseed, ground flaxseed, that we're talking about a whole plant food. That's perfectly fine, right? You're not, to, I mean, uh, I don't think you can just get kind of flaxseed fiber on the market, but you can get ground flaxseeds, and I absolutely recommend a tablespoon of ground flaxseeds a day. That's one of my daily dozen recommendations because there's so much um, uh, evidence um, uh, supporting its use, particularly for cancer prevention, not so much for heart disease, but it can be helpful there as well because the omega-3 content and the uh, soluble fiber content. Um, but what I would recommend against are these processed fiber products like the psyllium products, like Metamucil, things like that, where you're just getting the fiber, which may not even be fermentable, may not even be usable by our gut bacteria, and you're missing out on all the wonderful uh, nutrients that are found in whole plant foods. So I'd, I'd rather people eat whole plant foods, fiber-containing foods, rather than just kind of extracting out the, uh, the individual components in some kind of processed food or supplement. Now, speaking of processed food, and you mentioned saturated fats, and we just talked about oils, we have about a minute and a half before the next break. How do you feel about coconut oil, given all of its uh, press lately? Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, the press is coming from people that sell coconut oil. Um, the, uh, so, coconut oil is one of the rare plant-saturated fats, the three tropical oils. So, we're talking palm, uh, palm kernel oil, which found a lot of junk food, uh, cocoa butter, which found in chocolate, and uh, coconut oil, these three tropical oils, actually high in saturated fats. Overwhelmingly, uh, the primary sources of saturated fats in the American diet are, are meat and dairy. Um, but there are these rare plant saturated fats that also increase our cholesterol. Now, look, if your cholesterol is, if you're eating such a clean, healthy diet, the cholesterol is really down in that optimum level, uh, then, you know, I don't care if someone has uh, some of these tropical oils once in a while because the most important thing is their cholesterol is down. But for the vast majority, of people who have problems getting their cholesterol low enough, the last thing you need is to add saturated fats to your diet. So I don't recommend a coconut oil. Now, coconut itself, so for example, unsweetened grated dried coconut, um, that when they give the, when they give defatted coconut, so coconut with a, a coconut oil removed, it actually lowers your cholesterol. You give people whole coconut um, and nothing happens to their cholesterol because the coconut oil is increasing their cholesterol, all the fiber in the whole plant food is decreasing their cholesterol, so you have basically a neutral effect eating coconut. And so you say, okay, well, that's you can certainly do that, but instead of having that, you can eat all the other plant foods that actually actively lower your cholesterol, don't just have a neutral effect, you actually have a heart disease preventing effect. Um, but uh, if you like the taste of coconut, eat unsweetened coconut flakes or actually buy you know fresh young coconuts. Um, rather than coconut oil, by extracting out and just getting the oil without the um, uh, the uh, cholesterol-lowering effects of the fiber, you're actually increasing your LDL cholesterol. In fact, as bad as butter, 
Eating coconut oil increases your bad cholesterol as much as butter. We should ideally minimize both in our diet. All right, we're talking with New York Times best-selling author, Dr. Michael Greger, about the role of a plant-based diet and heart health. We have to take another short break. Stay with us, we'll be right back. Michael Rood's Love Gift Teaching Series, The Ministry of the Messiah, is among his most popular series ever. And now there's a way to ensure you get every new episode every month. Introducing Recurring Love Gift Donations. When you set up a recurring love gift donation of just $100 per month, you'll receive every love gift every month automatically. You'll get Michael's latest teaching in the Ministry of the Messiah series and each month's bonus gift. Plus, as an exclusive extra, you can get any teaching you've missed in the entire series from the first episode to the current episode. This special offer is only for those who set up recurring love gift donations. Call now or visit the Love Gift webpage to set up your recurring love gift donation. Every teaching, every gift, every month. Plus, access to any teaching you've missed along the way. Do it now and never miss out again. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were speaking with Dr. Michael Greger about heart health and a plant-based diet. We just finished talking about coconut oil, some very interesting information there that a lot of people need to take heed of, that coconut oil is not all it's cracked up to be. It raises LDL cholesterol, something you don't want. So now, uh, Dr. Greger, we notice you are on a treadmill. Now, if someone eats a, a perfect whole foods, plant-based diet, do they still need to exercise? Oh, exercise is important for a variety of reasons, not just the longevity. So it's uh, considered our sixth leading killer risk factor, so inactivity in general. So far below something like diet and smoking, but still important. And also important for sleep, um, uh, to improve our sleep, improve our immunity, and improve our mood. It can have a powerful mood-boosting effect. For, so for those reasons, it's important not only to exercise every day, ideally, but also to avoid sitting, long sitting for six hours, um, at a stretch, even if you then after work go out to, to the gym, is not a good idea. Prolonged sitting uh, can have negative metabolic effects. So encourage people, if you do have a job where you're sitting a lot, to take frequent breaks, get up, walk around, maybe up and down the stairs or something um, uh, to keep that blood flowing in your lower extremities. If you had to choose the most important factor, we've talked about lots of risk factors here, the most important factor for heart health, what would it be? Oh, well, so, I mean, a healthy diet, that's a very broad category, obviously, but, um, but absolutely diet is the critical factor. In fact, uh, research has been subsequently performed after Dean Ornish's work, which was actually a combination of effects. Not only did it get people eating a healthy diet, had them stop smoking if they were smoking, had them exercise, had them do some uh, kind of mindfulness meditation, um, but subsequent researchers such as Caldwell Austin of the Cleveland Clinic just did the dietary component, showed that just with diet, regardless of whatever else anyone does, you can prevent arrest and reverse even serious um, triple vessel heart disease 
Um, and so really it all comes down to our diet. Now, uh, I mean, if, if one could just make a few tweaks to one's diet, if one's making some New Year's resolutions to improve one's diet, uh, probably the three most important things to include in one's diet are dark green leafy vegetables, so greens, the most the healthiest vegetable, berries, the healthiest types of fruit. I encourage people to eat berries every day, greens every day, and then beans. We need to eat more legumes, beans, split peas, chickpeas, and lentils. Um, uh, and so beans, uh, greens, and berries would be the three healthiest choices if one could add any three foods to one's diet. And in terms of three foods, absolutely the worst to get rid of would be trans fats, hydrogenated vegetable oils, things like Crisco, um, uh, vegetable shortening, um, uh, processed meats, right? So bacon, ham, hot dogs, sausages, uh, lunch meats, um, and uh, then uh, soda, which is basically liquid candy, uh, lots of uh, uh, unnecessary empty calories. So those three things, I'd really, the first three things I'd get rid of, and uh, beans, greens, and berries, first three things I'd add to make one's diet healthier. Now, I know we get uh, tricked by a lot of uh, labels. I know we're always trained to always read the back of a label, never believe what's on the front of the label. Uh, when we see things like, you know, organic corn chips, uh, what's your take on something like that? Oh, or even like organic gummy bears. I mean, you see, right. I mean, so they're, they're, they're trying to make this kind of health halo effect. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's still, I mean, organic, organic Twinkie is still a Twinkie. Uh, but it's really the, the the ironically the healthiest foods there are have no labels at all. You don't have to do any label reading because it's an apple. It's just right in front of you. There's no list of ingredients because that's all it is. It even comes in its own edible packaging. I mean, it's the perfect food. Anyone who says you know they don't have time to eat healthy. You know, I mean, anyone who has you know, convenience, what could be more? You've never met an apple, obviously. I mean, I mean, it, um, it can be inexpensive. It can be convenient um, to eat healthy. You get really the best of all worlds. Um, and uh, look, nothing uh, tastes as good as healthy feels. It's critically important to improve the health and well-being of our families, of our communities, um, and it really comes down mostly to what we put in our mouths. Do you have a percentage that you recommend to your patients as to uh, what percentage of raw, because we know that enzymes are a big part of what make uh, uh, plant-based diets work. Uh, do you have a recommendation that you, that you uh, suggest? I encourage people to eat a combination of raw and cooked foods. Basically, however you'll eat them, like, you know, yeah, I, people need to eat dark green leafy vegetables. If you like them raw, eat them raw. If you like them cooked, eat them cooked. The important thing is to stuff your face with as many fruits and vegetables as possible, however you can get them into your diet. All right, well, we are talking with New York Times bestselling author, Dr. Michael Greger, about the role of a plant-based diet and heart health. We're going to have one more segment right away. Stay with us. The lives of Israeli victims hang critically in the balance following events of terror, violence, and war. But there's another painful problem. Men, women, and children living in poverty. And you can be there for them. Visit us online at thelydiaproject.com. You'll find personal stories from the people who need you and the information you need to make a difference in their lives. When you give to The Lydia Project, you enable us to send help 
Emotional and spiritual encouragement are especially needed during these critical days of recovery. Your support enables our ground team in the land of Israel to function as Yehovah intended, providing for the wounded soldiers, widows, orphans, and the poor. Help Israel. Give to the Lydia Project. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Really quick, Dr. Michael Greger, thank you for joining us today. If people want to know more about you and what you do, where do they go? Uh, they can go to nutritionfacts.org. It's a nonprofit site. Um, no ads, no corporate sponsorship, strictly non-commercial, not selling anything. Just put it up as a public service, as a labor of love, as a tribute to my grandmother. Nutritionfacts.org has all my contact information. I encourage people to check it out. New videos and articles every day on the latest in evidence-based nutrition. I get them myself in my email and I appreciate them very much. It's one of uh, one of the highlights of my day, to be quite honest. So thank you for joining us today. Our guest has been Dr. Michael Greger. You can watch the replay of this episode and see our complete show schedule on avivetv.com. For more information about Dr. Greger, as he said, and to sign up for his free daily videos and how to get his book, How Not to Die, visit nutritionfacts.org. See you next time for another Health Awakening.